Hi, greetings in Jesus name. Pointers along the way are brief Bible-based messages I bring out, God willing, every Saturday dealing with practical aspects of the Christian life. I hope they will be a blessing to you. You can visit my website at www.c-n-c.org for my articles and books. This is pointer number 845 and its title is How We See Ourselves. We all have an image of ourselves which tends to be somewhat different and usually better than what others think about us based on what they have observed. What God sees in us is the only accurate version and it is also different from our views as well as those of other people about us. Both God and others see in us things we are unable to see by ourselves. Therefore, one of the things we need to deliberately do when we are pursuing after spiritual maturity is to listen to what God and others tell us about us. If we have not developed this deliberate attitude of checking out what we hear from outside of us, we may miss many tips that could have helped us along the way. But our almost spontaneous reflex action to protect ourselves comes in the way many times. When we see that what we hear from others is different from what we think about ourselves, we may think that we know ourselves best and reject what could have helped us. A modern trend is to reject all negative ideas others give us and keep thinking only positive ideas that help us to maintain a positive self-image. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 Iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. This is a God-ordained way of helping all of us through one another. But obviously this cannot happen if we don't allow ourselves to be sharpened by someone else. We tend to avoid this because it pains to be sharpened when some abrasive surface read critical comment rubs against us. We may think that if only the other person would speak more kindly and in a palatable manner, we could have accepted it. But that shows that we don't think strongly enough that we need sharpening. The Apostle Paul had great mysteries revealed to him by God and God had used him to take the gospel to many places and initiate churches there. Yet, what did he think of himself? Romans chapter 7 verse 18 For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For the willing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. He considered himself the chief of all sinners. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 15 It is a trustworthy statement deserving full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, among whom I am foremost of all. This is ample proof that he was in the habit of examining himself regarding his inner life before God all the time, and that his self-image was not all about his external accomplishments. Therefore, 
even though he kept his conscience clear before god all the time he knew that there were things from his sinful nature that he still needed to be delivered from acts chapter 24 verse 16 in view of this i also do my best to maintain always a blameless conscience both before god and before men so he allowed god and others to shed light on the hidden faults in his life 1 corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 for i am conscious of nothing against myself yet i am not by this acquitted but the one who examines me is the lord when we look at the blueprint for our life as we behold the glory of the lord second corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as from the lord the spirit will we not simultaneously see more of our sinful nature from which we need to be saved So let's learn to overcome our self-protection mechanisms and make ourselves open to correction. In making ourselves vulnerable in this way, we will find healing. But if we cling to our positive self-image and protect it from scrutiny, how can we start seeking God to help us to become like Jesus? May the Lord bless you. in your life as you have listened to these words thank you